Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here is the nation's celebrated disc jockey with music on records, Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Ed Joyce. Good morning, everyone. Ed Joyce, who is a devotee of Wrigley's Sperm and Chewing Gum, and I think that's why I like him so much, but he also sounds good and happy this morning, as we all are here in the windy city of Chicago, and wherever you are, I hope you are, too. It's about 8.45 out in uh, Hollywood, California, so the stars are having breakfast in New York City, where we're going to transfer you through the magic of radio in a short while. It's about the noon hour, and Mr. Mitch Miller is doing a recording session. Mitch, of course, is the famous bearded genius of the Columbia Record Company who is in session today with his oboe and French horn, and I think it's going to be real interesting to peek behind the scenes and listen to a record actually being made. In the meantime, we might as well start with a happy note, and here are two little kids from a town called Chester, Pennsylvania. Just a year ago, the DeJohn sisters were behind uh, the counters of a Sears Roebuck store selling yard goods, and but they decided their career lay in show business, and so they wrote a song, believe it or not, then they recorded that same song that they wrote. The result was a tremendous hit called No More. Since then, the John sisters have followed up success after success, and now to the very present in their current big release for Epic called Pass the Plate of Happiness Around. Table, some get all 
Two wonderful little girls in a swell happy song called Pass the Plate of Happiness Around. That's the John Sisters. You know, sitting in the studio here with Ed Joyce and talking about the pleasure of chewing wonderful Wrigley Spearmint chewing gum gives me the thought that you mothers can be glad that the kids in the household like Wrigley Spearmint because it satisfies without spoiling the appetite. Now, you know, that makes it an ideal treat for all of the kids who are out of school because it's light and pure and wholesome. You can give it to the little moppets as a special treat. And if your own particular little Davy Crockett or Sister Sue sort of gets restless during these hot days, fidgety or noisy, you'd be surprised how frequently they'll quiet down and mind a little bit better with the pleasure of chewing refreshing and delicious Wrigley Spearmint gum. You try it around your household, Mother. I know that you like it, too. Well, let's leave Chicago now, at least for the next few moments, and take you to New York City, where... In the Columbia Record Studios on East 30th Street, Mitch Miller, the head man, the artist and repertoire director of the Columbia Record Company, and probably the most important man in music uh, through these ages of famous recorded history and music, is waiting in the studios where he wants to talk to the American public. At least we want him to. Mitch, how are you? Fine, Howard, how are you? The bearded genius, I've got to call you that because I think maybe people recognize you more when you're associated with your beard. Mitch, what are you doing in the studio today? Well, uh, Howard, Percy Faith, and I are making an album of standards of, of Alec Wilder's and Jimmy Van Heusen's. In fact, the boys may, may hear it leaking through the door and listening to a playback now, and we interrupted the session so I could talk to you, and I am I happy to talk to you. Well, you're very nice. I do hear some uh, background noise there. I suppose that's still the musicians in uh, conference having their own little jam session now that the record's finished or what? Well, no, I guess they're listening to a playback. Oh, it's the playback. It's leaking through. Oh, I see. They're listening so they can correct. Uh, Mitch, for all these many years, you have been associated, of course, with um, the so-called long-haired type of music, the classical style, because, of course, you're a very polished oboe player. I think it's been accredited that you are one of the three great oboe players in the world. How can you reconcile your great love for pop music when basically you're a, a classical musician? Well, Howard, uh, I don't think it takes any reconciliation. I think all it is that music is music. I mean, you uh, play classical music for one mood and you play popular music for another. Uh, some of the greatest people in history, I understand, uh, like uh, Roosevelt, used to read mystery books before falling asleep at night. But I'm sure that he read plenty of Nietzsche or, or Schopenhauer or even Karl Marx at one time at college, you know, to... Yeah. To get his education. Well, would and, you say then that pop music to you was a welcome relief from the uh, busy, tedious study of classical music? Is that the idea? I wouldn't call it a relief so much, Howard, as a completion of the wheel or the circle, shall I say. Uh-huh. I think anyone who is, sort of steeps themselves only in classical music and shuts out popular music is is uh, playing a fool to himself. Yes. Well, now, Mitch, of course, you started your career as basically this classical musician. How was it then that you um, evolved into this giant who understands and appreciates both? What was the turning point in your career that turned you to the pop music for a commercial point of view? Well, actually, the turning point came, Howard, when uh, John Hammond asked me to uh, run some sessions for Mercury. This was just before the record ban in 1948. And uh, I just ran the sessions. I didn't pick the material or anything else. And uh, he liked what I did. And when there was an opening there, he recommended that I take it. Yes. And and I was so interested in it that I took less money than what I was making as a, as a musician to do it. Is that right? Yes. Mitch, I suppose through these last uh, eight or ten years that you've been associated in the pop field of music and with record companies, you have uh, found and developed and established more stars than any other A&R man in the country. Frankie Lane, Joe Stafford, Doris Day, ever so many more. And then, of course, the fairly newcomers like the Tony Bennetts and the Guy Mitchells and the Jerry Vales. Uh, your new artist now under your label. Uh, what is it that you look for when you examine the talents of a person to see whether or not they should be signed by you to make pop records? 
Howard, first they must have a distinctive sound. They must be able to be recognized in the first two bars. You know, there are many fine singers uh, whom when you hear on records just sound just like a fine singer, but you don't know who they are. Yes. But you'll notice that every singer who is a great popular artist, you can spot after two bars. And, you know, uh, all of us listeners are sort of hand bones. We like to know our artists. Yes. And we like to be able to say, oh, there is Perry Como, there's Frankie Lane, or there's Johnny Ray. And uh, that's very necessary. Uh -huh. the, what, what is the current trend in music today, Mitch? I know that most of the teenagers across the country listening will probably expect you to say, well, it's a big noisy beat called rhythm and blues. Do you think that's the trend or do you think that is about over? Well, I think the, the beat is here to stay, Howard. I think the subject matter of rhythm and blues is over. And I think uh, the idea of the monotony of the same licks over and over again is going to wear on these kids because these kids are too smart to put up with this for too long. Yes. And uh, the idea of beat is good. And I think that the kids who went for rhythm and blues so wholeheartedly at first or more or less rebelling against authority very safely, you know? Yes. It's just like thumbing your nose at your teacher because she doesn't like what you like, but it's safe to do it, and she loves you, and so do your parents. Uh -huh. And uh, But I think that uh, rhythm will stay here for a long time, and what we're trying to do, and you'll hear it in a... Well, we tried it with Tony Bennett on Close Your Eyes, and yes. a, lo a lot of the dealers said, continue more of this uh, music with a beat, but with lyrics that aren't offensive, and they aren't idiotic. Yes. So, you know, Mitch, excuse me for interrupting. I wanted to get to this next record for this reason, that uh, I find your career doubly exciting because not only do you develop new stars, but you also examine your own firmament of show business, and you come up with some great records, too. Notably now, there's brand-new smash hit, which across the country I think might very well go all the way and be the number one best-selling record. It's your orchestra and chorus on this Yellow Rose of Texas. Can we play it? Oh, please do. Thanks. All right, here's Mitch Miller, the orchestra and the chorus, The Yellow Rose of Texas.
That's a wonderful record by Mitch Miller, the orchestra and the chorus, available now at your favorite record shop called The Yellow Rose of Texas. Mitch, congratulations on a great hit. Will you do me a favor? I know that you're probably sitting there close to your oboe. Will you play me a couple of licks on that hot little instrument? All right. I have the English horn in my hand. I'll play a few. All right. Play the English horn. (laughs) I think you can make it a hit. Mitch, you're going to fly out here and be on my television show Friday night of this week, huh? I sure am, Howard. And uh, if you have a second, I must tell you that your program is all the talk of the whole business. Everyone's talking about it. It's so wonderful. Well, that's because nice people like you and Julius LaRose and Patty Page make it possible for me. Thanks very much, Mitch Miller at the Columbia Record Studios on East 30th Street in New York City. Now, for all the rest of you across the country, will you try delicious and wholesome and refreshing Wrigley Spearmint Gum? I know that you like it. The kids will like it. Some other pick up a few packs today when you shop at your favorite grocer, supermarket, or drugstore. This is Howard Miller from Chicago. We'll see you tomorrow at the same time with an exciting show from New York City. You've just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at this same time when his guest will be Felicia Sanders. This is the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>